Matt Markham joins us now on the phone. Good afternoon to you, Matt. Afternoon, gentlemen. How are we? What are you doing at home on the couch? Why aren't you here? Oh, I've got a bit of work to do, Clado. I have another job that I have to uh, keep up oh. obligations to, so unfortunately <laughs> it was uh, a bit of a clash. So no, the working day is done now at home enjoying what's uh, shaping up to be a very entertaining and interesting day at Addington's Open. It is a scintillating day, and gee, fireworks all around. We've got uh, Dan Roberts sitting alongside me, Matt. He's tipped out an exacta at uh, Invercargill Greyhounds, which was paying seven sixty at one stage. Probably went out to eight or nine dollars by the time the listeners got on. Greg O'Connor, we just had... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're still around. I thought you're Miley Cyrus now. <laughs> and then we just had Greg O'Connor in, who threw out uh, Sinbad as top four, top three, at $3 top uh, four, four fifty, top three, Sinbad. So I hope you're up with your form today, Matt. No pressure. No pressure. Jeepers. Okay. Yeah, a okay. of esteemed gentlemen you're making me follow, Clado, but I think I we can find a little you. bit of value. I okay, think yes. we can find a little bit of value. Right, we'll go to the Derby, which is race number uh, race number seven, the New Zealand Pacing Derby. There's a horse in here that a lot of people probably don't know an awful lot about, but I've had eyes on him for quite a while. His name's Wheels of Fortune. Comes out of the John Hay Stable. John, a very respected horseman around Canterbury and New Zealand, for that matter of fact. Uh, it's won its last four starts, this horse, and... Hasn't taken on the big guns yet, but I really think a really strongly run derby is going to suit it. Whether it wow. can beat the likes of the Republican Party and Akuta, I'm not sure, but 380 a place at the moment. And what's its price top four as I bring it up just in front of me? $2.80. I think it's a big chance to run top four, so I was quite keen on Wheels of Fortune for those that like chasing ones to uh, throw into the multiples, especially with those boosts and first fours, etc. today. Yeah, I did have a look at him. I saw he was four from four, but like you say, hadn't taken on the top guns. I was prepared to pass on by, but maybe not. Yeah, I don't. I I definitely think the two thousand six hundred metres and the way this race is going to be run because it's going to be very intriguing what happens out of the gate. I don't think Wheels of Fortune will be involved in all of that. He'll just snag back and look to get a bit of cover and run on strong. So I thought he was a really good bet. And then the other one that I was prepared to play, Clado, was Oscar Bonaviva. Oscar Bonavina in the favourites out market in the trotting free-for-all. He's $4.60 at the moment. Uh, we've already seen what Mark Purden, Hayden Cullen and co are up to today. So uh, his run on Cup Day was mammoth over the sprint trip. So I'm expecting a big run from him today, and I thought he was worth a wee play at 460 So that's the market with the favourite removed, Muscle Mountain. You're getting 460 for Oscar Bonavina to be the first one past the post bar him. OK, and drawn Barrier 3, and I see Mark's taken over the ownership from Dad Roy. Yeah, so, uh, look, he just bounced back to really good form over the short course uh, during Cup Week, and then he lined up in the Dominion. Well, that was a two-horse war, as we say, and if Muscle yeah. Mountain behaves himself, this is probably a one-horse race too. But those favourite outmarkets are uh, always entertaining to have a wee play into because you're sort of getting, you know, another wee chance of victory. So I thought 460 was a good price for Oscar Bonavina. So where do you find the favourite out market? Down the bottom of the page? or Keep scrolling, keep scrolling down past all the power plays and the head-to-heads and the boosted odds. Um, you've got to go down about a mile, but you'll find them eventually. Yeah. Um, the they're the only page, on yeah. four races today. Yeah. Okay. So Majestic Man, 320. Oscar Bonavina, third favourite, 460. Five wise men at 420, even shorter. 
Yeah, he's going to. Oscar Bonavino's got the draw advantage, so he should be able to slot across and get into a handy position. And uh, if Muscle Mountain charges the gate, well, it's race over if he finds the top. I don't think they'll beat him, but it'll be a bit of a race on for the rest of them to try and be the second horse past the post if he does everything right. Certainly. Well, going back to the derby, Matt, uh, Beach Ball, he's going to be a top chance each way, top three. Yeah, and I think, you know, they may throw the dice here and they may try to look to lead as long as possible. Um, whether that means he'll stay in front the whole way, I'm not sure, but he does race best when he's out in front and freewheeling, um, as we saw with his big run on show day when he won uh, his victorious. He's got the draw to use, and Tim Williams, obviously, a very good big race driver, as we've already seen uh, earlier on today. So he'll find the front, but what happens outside him is going to be interesting because Magic Four's got gate speed. We know Republican Party can blast the gate. I wouldn't be surprised to see Natalie try and press the button on Franco Indy to get across them. And I also wouldn't be surprised if Mark Curden pressed the button on Akuta as well and tried to get at least outside the leader as early as possible in this race. So could be fireworks early, and I can see them running close to, if not uh, New Zealand record time. So that's where I thought Wheels of Fortune sitting back off a hot speed with one crack at them might not be the worst chance for a top three, top four bet. And we saw a very... Uh Ecstatic, Tim Williams after the trot. Yeah, he's a good man, Turtle. Absolutely wrapped to uh, to see Turtle get a big one. Of course, he's such a big part of the Stonewall Stud operation now that's becoming somewhat of a juggernaut in, in harness racing in this country. Um, and to see him get a Group One, and of course for good mates too, and uh, uh, Robert, Jenna, and Johnny. Uh, of course. Tim's partner is Amy Edmonds, who is Jenna Dunn's sister, so there's a bit of a family connection there. Um, so, yeah, no, really good to see the Turtle get a big one on a day like this. He's, he's one of our best drivers, and his driving in the last two to three years, I reckon, has improved out of sight. He was already very good, but he's got even better. So um, we'll see him winning plenty more Group 1s in the future and potentially maybe even one later on today. Who knows? Yeah, and no, uh, he was very, very... Uh excited past the post, which is not really like Tim Williams, but good to see and good on him showing a bit of emotion. Uh, the last race, race 10, Spankham or Self-Assured? Yeah, well, I mean, Spankham and BD, uh, sorry, Self-Assured and BD Joe are getting a little bit too short for mine. 230 the money for BD Joe at the moment, so uh, he's come in, what did he open at, about $4, was he? Uh, $3, sorry, into 230 Self-Assured at 220 I reckon you could play Spankham. Um, yep. He's a great short course horse, and I mean, he's going to probably look to follow a stable mate everywhere, you'd imagine. Um, and if he gets into a good spot, we know how good he is over those short course racing. So I think he's a really, really good play, uh, Spank him on the on the each way, or you could play him on top just to win as well. So um, I thought you'd yeah, definitely have a look at him in the last, but that's going to be a great race to watch as well, because there could be fireworks there with Cranbourne and Coast as well. So looking forward to what's going to be a very exciting end to what's already been a very exciting day, Clodo. Oh, it, it started on fire. Paul Nairn, confessional. Uh, top drive, top drive in the two-year-old trot for the boys and girls. And good to have the fillies as well as the Colts and Gowlings, two separate group ones. Yeah, it's nice to see, actually. You know, there's a little bit of a nod back to the former existence of the Harness Jewels with the, uh, the Ace of Spades and the Ace of Diamonds, etc. So uh, it's good to see these two-year-olds racing for good money on a big day and, you know, getting that even split between the uh, the male and the female paces and trotters as well. So, yeah, Paul, Noy- Paul Nairn, eh? Oh, what a master that man is. <laughs> Um, just never ceases to amaze me uh, what he can achieve with a standard bread, particularly a trotter. Um, and good to see him in the cart getting one done yeah, too, Slato. Uh, you know, you don't often see that these days. No, and he's lost none of his driving ability, has he? 
No, no, you put a powerful horse in front of a man with hands like his and you've got a pretty good recipe. So, uh, no, that was really good to see. I really enjoyed seeing Paul get a big one and uh, he thoroughly deserved it, that horse. He's been going great races. Yeah, and you can see that gold bullion in a bit of trouble a fair way out. Well, race three, Matt, we'll just quickly recap before we get to our next here on track. Boy, Millwood Nike, she's now eight from eight, but just the manner in which she did it as well. Oh, she's exceptional. Um, and I know Mark said some pretty big things about her in the past, but she has to be the best two-year-old filly I think I've ever seen, um, without a doubt, you know. Um, she's just got everything. She oozes the X-Factor. She looks like a three-year-old filly. I think that's the yeah. thing that's probably most impressive about her. She's so big and strong, and, you know, coming off the back and, and round that last bend getting to the 400, I thought she was in trouble because she sort of looked to labour for a bit. But once Mark straightened her up and um, really drove her to the line, oh, gee, she was impressive. But there were some good runs in behind. Artie by the seaside went good. I tell you what, forever me might have gone close. She's galloped and gone awful around the last bend, but she's picked herself up and flown home to run fourth, a little bit like Paul Nairn's other trotter, Tectonic. If it hadn't galloped in the score up and got shifted to the unruly, its run was massive. It would have had to have gone close to winning it. So, Melwood Nike in a world of her own, and you would think that everything is at her feet at the moment when it comes to the future because she is a filly that you would think, given her size and the way that she likes to race, that she's only going to get better with time too, which is rather scary when you won eight from eight. It is, and uh, Stephen Amanda Telfer running second, third and fourth, and it was good in the victory speech. Uh, Greg O'Connor telling us that one of the owners of Millwood Nike acknowledged the, um, you know, the input and the money that uh, Stonewall Stud and Steve Stockman are putting in, you know, like, like not just handing everything to a plate to All-Stars. Yeah, correct, you know, and I think it's good to have a big competitive, a bit of competitive nature out there on the track, you know, for so long the, uh, the premierships have been dominated and the big days have been dominated, but Steve Stockman's piling a lot of money into the industry. You know, he's employing a lot of people too, which is yes. which is really important to note. He's not just taking; he's actually investing a lot of time and money into people. Guys like Tim Williams, etc. Uh, my brother-in-law David White's another one. He's the stable foreman down here in Canterbury, and you know they're going to get their rewards because they're only going to get bigger. Um, their stable in Canterbury is nearly completed. Um, early next year, I think they're in there, so they're going to have. I don't know, anywhere up to about 40 horses down here in Canterbury, so they're wow. going to be a big force to be reckoned with in the coming few years. Yeah, they certainly are. Matt, hey, thanks for taking the time out to join us. Um, glad all your hard work's done. You can play, curl up there on the couch and open the account and open the shoulders and get the fan on. That's the plan, Clay. Don't go and knock the top off a cold one, sit back, relax and enjoy it and listen to you guys for the rest of the afternoon. Oh, living the dream, Matt Markham. Still living on Cyrus. And there's no more Matty Markham drifts, apart from Eric Zander. Hey, <laughs> Cyrus is in later on. He would have been the worst yeah. chance to run top four or five in the derby if he got a nice trip, but he's drawn by it bad. But, you know, we're going to live off that Cyrus one for a couple of years, I reckon. Yeah. Gold coin wouldn't hurt today either. Matty Markham, <laughs> thanks, thanks for your input.